From Petur's vantage point on the rooftop, he witnessed the horrified expression on the young woman's face as she backed herself down the dim-lit alleyway. Her conservative tan pant suit was disheveled, and her autumn-colored hair had partially fallen free from the clip placed crookedly on the back of her head, the dangling strands halfway obscured her pale cheek. With blue eyes rounded, she tore the purse from her shoulder and threw the accessory in front of her. Here, take it, she said with a quivering voice. The purse skittered a few feet, then came to a stop by a dumpster before the contents spilled out. One lone tube of lipstick kept rolling, making a warbling sound as it continued its getaway. It's not your money I desire, came a lisping low voice as the cloaked figure stalked forward, gliding across the pavement beneath him, then stopped. His hooded head lifted, and Petur knew he could smell her essence, her fear. Innocence! He made a show of sucking in the night air. My favorite, always sweet, and the most addictive soul to feed upon. Petur swooped down, coat tail flapping in the breeze, the bottom swishing about him when he landed in a cat-like crouch between the dark one and the terrified woman. Senses honed as sharp as razors, he became acutely aware of everything. The woman's respirations the rapid tattoo of her heart, his smooth, unhurried, even heartbeat, rats scurrying, faraway sounds of street noise, sea-salt air mixed with rotting trash and the chemical stench of plastic. He even experienced the way his hair dangled around his face and how his warrior's braid tickled his right cheek. Behind him, the human let out an ear-piercing scream. Woman, he said through gritted teeth, do not move. Slowly, he glanced up to see the face veiled beneath the black hood. The features distorted and took on the appearance of melting wax. Petur growled low in his throat, watching the drips on the deformed face until they finally took shape and froze into a fixed sneer. Rotted teeth came to sinister points. When hollow black holes for eyes met Petur, he stood up to his full six-foot-seven height and moved forward. She smells good enough to eat, doesn't she? The being asked. Name yourself, Darkling. Shivering in horror, Windy stared at the silver-crossbone buckles on the heavy-looking boots of the man who'd apparently dropped from the sky. They glinted within the slice of light, slashing over him in a forbidding focal point. Forcing herself to look at more of him, 
her gaze trailed up and up. He was a giant, even taller than that monstrous thing who'd been stalking her. The monster laughed, causing her attention to snap back to him, or it. I am called Kroos. He flicked a nasty, sharp tooth with one tip of his forked tongue. I do not fear you, Petur of the Lost Boys. Lost Boys? Her tall, gothic-looking hero gave a deceptively pleasant smile before he said, That was your first mistake.